0: He's talking about near-death experience. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of anything like this?
1: Yeah, well, yes, out-of-body experiences. People yeah. who've, who, who think they died... Near-death accident and victims, on, yeah, that, yeah, exactly that. I know somebody who, who was um, 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 uh, very badly wounded in, in, the Middle East, in, the, in a gunfight in the Middle East and um, always said that he watched the medics working on him.
0: I've, I've spoken to two people and in the he studio. he very
1: calm and relaxed about the whole thing. Mm. And he said, that, he said that he felt that he was sitting on the top of it, sitting on a rock, overlooking the scene, watching it happen. Good gracious. And he could see what the medic was doing to him and all the rest of it, but, it, but there was no response from the, from the... Well, it wasn't a body in the end, but from, from the... Um, what do you call it, the victim, the patient, the uh, the whatever.
0: There was a lady who came on to talk to us, and she um, she was talking to us about the MRI scanner appeal, and her her, she, I think she had a heart attack just um, after a scan or just as she was going yeah. to the scanner. And um, she experienced the same thing. We've had questions in. If you've got any questions to put to my next guest, then please be my guest. 20373 is the number to call. We will be talking about um, the light at the end of the tunnel for near-death experience research after this now imagine if you will passing over to the other side i'm talking of course about near death experiences and that light at the end of the tunnel we've often heard about in those spooky documentaries we're well, here to tell me more and to inform you too is a man by the name of mark pritchard mark a very good morning to you good afternoon evening
1: Good afternoon, Jenny.
0: Good afternoon. Now, this is very, very spooky, this subject, I have to say. I've spoken to a couple of people in all seriousness on the subject of near-death experiences, and they wholeheartedly believe what's happened to them. Now, I know you're an author and expert on the subject. Tell us more.
1: Well, uh, near-death experiences are actually quite common. They, um, they occur in about 10% of all cases of people who die and who've been revived and yeah that's that's quite a quite a lot really
0: now all of these people forgive me for for putting the rather more cynical side mark but all of these people have been under medical care um we are a bunch of cells we are therefore a chemical reaction if you like a constantly evolving chemical reaction uh something happens our lights go out as it were surely this chemical reaction is going to have an effect on our brain and we might start hallucinating we might perceive that we're getting divine visions out of body experiences that sort of thing but isn't it all a matter of the chemicals going slightly haywire and possibly mixed with the drugs that the doctors the medical staff might be giving us
1: well that may be the case um in a very short time before death but even then that's very contentious but we're talking about the time when the body is dead and the brain is down so in that time there's no activity whatsoever so you can't put that down to cells, uh, hormones, uh, chemicals or anything like that in the brain.
0: But you can if, if the person who's res- reporting this near-death experience um, has a, a, a twist of time. If time starts playing tricks on them, it, that, that makes sense, doesn't it?
1: Possibly, but if you take the case, for example, of a heart attack, you've got uh, about 18 seconds uh, between the attack beginning and the brain being completely down. And that doesn't give enough time to account for many of the experiences which people say they have uh, in the time when the brain is down. And also, um, events which are taking place in the hospital, for example, which are taking place at the time the brain is down, uh, can be corroborated by those having near-death experiences.
0: Can you give us examples?
1: yes for example i spoke to a woman about two weeks ago and uh, she was saying how she was in hospital very seriously ill and uh, she was close to death and she came out of her body she saw the staff in the room she saw her medical record and she saw a doctor come into the room wearing a red turban and uh, by the time then she was revived the doctor was out of the room and she could say clearly what was on her medical records. And that doctor wasn't a doctor who was um, permanently at the hospital, he was just making a brief visit. And that occurred in the time when, well, she shouldn't really be seeing any of that.
0: Um, So you've written a book on the subject, haven't you?
1: Well, more on out-of-body experiences, which includes near-death experiences.
0: Give us other examples of of -of out-of-body experiences that aren't to do with nearly passing on, if you get my drift.
1: Well, out-of-body experiences, um, again, you've got about 15% of the population who've experienced them. Um, They are similar to near-death experiences in that you feel consciousness is separated from the body, um, but they can be more subjective than near-death experiences. So um, people often see what could be a created model of the world, um, you know, like a projection from the subconscious, so you you wouldn't necessarily see what's there, but there are lots of cases of people who have seen what is actually in a room or in a place while having an out-of-body experience. But obviously you do that while you're alive and the brain is active and so on.
0: Um, you You also talk about astral travel, what's that?
1: Well, that's basically travelling um, out of your body. So if you've had a near-death experience, you could say you're astral travelling. If you've had an out-of-body experience, the same. It's, it's just a, a term, it's a popular term today um, to describe travelling well out of the body.
0: Why are you so fascinated with all of this, Mark?
1: Well, because it gives uh, an insight into life, really, that uh, I don't think you can get anywhere else. Um, being out of the body is quite a, an amazing experience as um, probably most who've experienced it would uh, would contest and say that, you know, it's, it's great and it gives you a real insight into what could be after death.
0: Do you have any scientific training?
1: No, I don't have any scientific training. My training is in out-of-body experience.
0: So when did you have your first out-of-body experience?
1: About 16 years ago. I've been teaching it for around 16 years and uh, I run what you could say is the biggest out-of-body experience experiment in the world with about 43,000 people. So you know, I do have quite a bit of experience in it.
0: Um, so how does this sort of group out-of-body experience work then?
1: It's a course which runs every uh, few months and um, it runs once a week and people get a bit of information but they get techniques which they can try at home and uh, basically they learn to have out-of-body experiences while falling asleep usually.
0: So what happens then? A load of people come up to Mark Pritchard's house, presume. Where, <laughs> w- where do you live?
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they all come out of the body and they, they all visit the house. No, it's online or, or it's in study groups like the study group in London and, and uh, different countries around the world.
0: How do we know that which you're saying now isn't just imagination?
1: Well, that's the difficulty with out-of-body experiences. That's why uh, every scientist is not saying, yes, they're true. Um, yes, we can prove it. Um, you... you can only say it's likely that it happens, but we don't know why or how, as scientists
0: would say. Was Shakespeare said? There are greater things on heaven on earth and earth than ever. And we dreamt of in our philosophy, Horatio, or something. She said misquoting desperately, but you know which quote I'm referring to. There's, there's A lady called Nadia's emailed in now. Right. And she said, um, uh, is it possible to stick between two dimensions, for example, between hell and astral yeah. after you die?
1: Um, well, I think she could try and find out. Uh, it's, it's a very difficult one to answer. I, I don't think you get stuck between two dimensions at all. People who have near-death experiences um, really are in a state of moving on, you know, they go... Out of their body, they often see a tunnel. They move into the light. It's a process of moving on. I don't think anybody gets stuck.
0: Now, with, the, with the greatest of respect, well, Nadia's is also question two on this email, and I'm wondering if she's had a, an out of body experience of an altogether different time, <laughs> different type. Um, Did Jenny, I've seen dark or white figures of people and orbs of light by Polyvision. Some of them tried to attack me. The others needed attention or were just scared. My question is, what is the reason to not appear in front of myself and not disappear after a few seconds?
1: Um, well, uh, Polyvision is a term which is used to describe um, seeing things of uh, otherworldly nature, but it's not an out-of-body experience. So those things can be due to imagination it's something quite different
0: but why is it different right i mean she's talking about she also says um if a deceased person visits me will i see him like a ghost and if a projector or person who is thinking of me at this time will visit me will he should appear in the physical or the person and will they be multi-colorful all
1: right well, Follow so, that if you will yeah if we're back on to out-of-body experiences then if someone meets comes in and sees a dead person yeah they can see the people who are having near death experiences because you're in the same place essentially so you can see the people who've just died
0: Well, if I don't get off air soon, Mark, I'm, I'm going to have an out of body experience inflicted on me by the editor, but we're going to say say thank you very much indeed. (laughs) And, uh, that's, um, the gentleman's name is Mark Pritchard. He's the author and expert on near death and out of body experiences. And if you put a search into a search engine, I'm sure you'll find out all about Mark. Mark, thank you very much for being our guest today. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you.